this is Isha Joshi, and you're listening to InfoPoint. Today I'm going to be discussing stem cells, the possible uses, the ethical issues, and others. Before diving in, what are stem cells? Stem cells are human cells that can generate different types of cells for the body. These cells divide to create daughter cells, which can either become new stem cells or specialized cells that could range from blood cells to bone cells. The sources of stem cells are categorized into two main categories adult body tissues, and embryos. Embryonic stem cells are at the very origin of the human body. These cells are inside the human embryo during the form of a blastocyst, which is a ball of cells. Embryonic stem cells will come from a blastocyst, which is around four to five days old. Embryonic stem cells are pluripotent, which means they can differentiate into any cell in the human body. Scientists obtain embryonic stem cells from embryos donated from in vitro fertilization clinics. The other main type of stem cell is adult stem cells. A human body contains stem cells throughout its life, and the body can use stem cells whenever it needs. Adult stem cells are also known as somatic stem cells. These remain in a non-specific state until the body needs it, but are more specialized than embryonic stem cells. These stem cells replace old cells. For example, your intestine lining needs to be replaced every 4 days. Every 10 days, your taste buds are replaced. These replacements are carried out by adult stem cells. Not only do they replace, but they repair damaged tissue. Think about what makes your skin heal after a wound, or how your liver can repair yourself after damage. Adult stem cells are responsible for all that. These stem cells can be found in different tissues such as the brain, bone marrow, blood, or skin. Until recently, scientists believed that adult stem cells could only produce based on their origin tissue. For example, if a stem cell is from the liver, they could only produce liver cells. However, new evidence shows that maybe they could become other cell types too. Also, there are induced pluripotent cells which are adult stem cells altered by scientists to exhibit the qualities of embryonic cells. This could help with a variety of therapies, but additional research and development needs to occur. When growing stem cells, scientists extract samples from adult tissues or embryos and place them into control cultures where they grow and divide, but don't differentiate into different specialized cells. These cells, which reproduce from a single origin cell, are placed into control cultures in labs and are called a stem cell line. Why is there such an interest in stem cells? Well, by studying stem cells, researchers can increase their knowledge on how diseases occur. By observing stem cells develop into other cells, such as cells and bones, doctors can get a better understanding of how these conditions develop. Unusual cell division is responsible for some forms of cancer and congenital conditions. A cure could arise by figuring out why those cells divide abnormally. Additionally, stem cells can enhance the development and testing of new drugs. In lieu of testing drugs on humans, scientists can use tissue grown from stem cells to test the safety and quality of the drug. 
This form of testing would have a first-hand impact on drug progress for cardiac toxicity testing. Using human stem cells that have been programmed to specific cells for testing new drugs is a recent section of study. In order for the results to be as accurate as possible, these cells must be programmed to possess the traits of the cell that is trying to be tested by the drug. For example, brain cells could be produced for the testing of a drug for a brain disease. These tests would show the effects of the drug and conclude whether any cells were harmed by the drug. There is a variety of stem cell therapy, also known as regenerative medicine. This aims to aid in repairing cells and help cure diseases. Scientists grow stem cells in labs and make them specialize into specific types of cells, which will then be inserted into a human and contribute to healing. Stem cells aren't only present for a single purpose, but are vital in several ways and have various uses. One of the first and most crucial uses is tissue regeneration. There is a shortage of donor organs and people have to wait long periods of time for a donor before going through a transplant. However, scientists could use stem cells to grow a type of tissue or organ by making cells differentiate in a specific way. A current example would be doctors using cells under the skin surface to create new skin tissue. By grafting this tissue onto crippled skin, new skin will grow and repair an extreme burn or other injuries. Cell deficiency therapy is emerging slowly. One day, scientists hope to produce healthy heart cells for people with heart disease. Once these cells are transplanted to the body, the new cells will help repair the damaged heart muscle. Another example is pancreatic cells could be injected for people with type 1 diabetes to replace insulin-producing cells that the body has lost or that has been demolished. Doctors may be able to treat brain disease such as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's through the use of replacement cells and tissues. For example, in Parkinson's, uncontrolled muscle movement is caused by damaged brain cells. By using stem cells to restore brain tissue, uncontrolled muscle movements can be stopped by specialized brain cells. Currently, doctors have found adult cells in the bone marrow that can produce any type of blood cell, red or white. These cells are called hematopoietic stem cells, and they help to treat diseases such as sickle cell anemia, leukemia, lymphoma, and neuroblastoma. These cells are used in bone marrow transplants. They can help make new blood cells for people with cancer whose own hematopoietic stem cells have been demolished by chemotherapy and radiation therapy. They could possibly be used for a disorder that causes the bone marrow in the body to give out, which is called Fanconi anemia. Stem cell therapy is being offered for a range of things, though the FDA hasn't approved most stem cell therapies. Donating or harvesting stem cells could be beneficial but is currently expensive. Stem cells harvested from the bone marrow are usually taken from the hip or pelvic bone. Extracting peripheral stem cells is a tad more complex. The bone marrow of a person will eject stem cells into the blood due to injections that the person will take. The blood is then removed from them and put back after the machine separates the stem cells from the blood. Another method of harvesting is using the umbilical cord blood after the delivery with no harm done to the baby. Are there any issues with using embryonic stem cells? 
Well, in order for the cell to benefit the body, doctors must be positive that the cell will differentiate into the cells they want it to, which is still a working progress. Scientists are researching how to control the growth and differentiation of embryonic stem cells to avoid the cells growing irregularly or specializing in different cell types haphazardly. Currently, embryonic stem cells are likely to trigger an immune response where the body attacks the stem cells, mistaking them for foreign invaders if they are ejected by the body. Or the stem cells could potentially fail to function. Scientists are working to prevent these outcomes. Why exactly is there controversy regarding stem cells? Well, since human embryonic cells are obtained from human embryos, many questions and concerns have arisen about the ethics in embryonic stem cell research and how it's morally troubling. Many people argue how using the embryonic stem cells destroys a human blastocyst, which means that the egg can't develop into a human. Another argument relates how an organism that is part human could be created in the research process of inserting human cells into animals. Well, then why do we use embryonic cells? Why can't we just use adult stem cells? Adult stem cell research is promising, however, there are some drawbacks. Adult stem cells can be grown in a culture for a time. They can't grow for as long or as fast as embryonic cells which could be held forever under proper conditions. Also, adult stem cells aren't as flexible and resistant as embryonic ones. They could be limited to what types of cells they turn into, whereas embryonic cells can differentiate into any cell in the body. Adult stem cells have a greater chance of containing abnormalities from toxins or inaccuracy during replication. Cloning. This word is quite disturbing. But what does it have to do with stem cell research? Cloning, also known as somatic cell nuclear transfer, was how the first animal, Dolly the sheep, was produced as a genetic duplicate of another adult. There are two types of cloning, reproductive cloning and therapeutic cloning. Reproductive cloning is a process used to duplicate a living animal. This was used to produce Dolly and has been successful in animals such as goats, cows, mice, pigs, cats, and others. This form of cloning isn't tied deeply with stem cell research and is illegal to be used to produce humans. Therapeutic cloning is a method to create different stem cells. The process where the nucleus is removed from an egg and injected into another is called nuclear transfer. The egg would then divide to form a blastocyst and would create a stem line that is identical to the donor cell, which is essentially a clone. However, therapeutic cloning hasn't been successful in humans. Researchers are still studying the possible effects and ways to do this. That's it for today on InfoPoint. Thanks for listening.